The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, anyone who is easily offended, or my mother. Mom, I know you want to be supportive of my endeavors, but seriously, stop the podcast and walk away. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to a Harry Prong Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted crafting. I'm Sarah Kane. I'm Lansing Mike. And I'm Boy Fargo. Yay, we have a Fargo back with us. I'm back. How have you been? I have been wonderful. I've been very busy. Um, yeah, I know people say that. Um, <laughs> I just didn't feel like I had much to share. So um, I just. Oh, I, oh, like we have stuff to share. Really? Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> So the show must go on. Even when our yes. lives are boring, the show must go on. It's a really good point. All right. I'll make shit up. <laughs> yeah. What's the uh, Oscar Wilde quote? The truth is a poor excuse for lack of imagination. <laughs> truth is always a good fallback option. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually have a lot to share because... I was kind of slutty these past two weeks. This is the week that the dam broke loose and signed that things are getting back to normal. Well, at least one of us is, you know, well, at least someone is doing stuff. It's like, I was going to say, you have stuff to talk about? Good, because I have nothing. I don't even, <laughs> you know, I don't even have crafting, so it's it's pretty oh. much, you know, and this is not a podcast about work. So, so okay, please carry on. What What, what, what fun were you up to? So well, back to being abnormal. Mike, you, you always have pithy comments, so we're, we're glad to have you here. First thing in the past two weeks is week ago, Wednesday, I got my order from Mr. S. I dropped over $300 on the Mr. S website. There's no IML. There was no IML in May. There's not going to be one in November. They canceled that and said, we will see you all again in May of 22. It was a hard decision. They felt it was important. So between that and the new job, I'm feeling flush with cash. The first thing I got from Mr. S is their ass hammer, which I'm showing on video right now. It looks Uh, like a big nipple piercing barbell. (laughs) Or a small drum major's baton, right? It's metal with a small metal rod, one-inch ball on one end, and a two-inch ball on the other end. I think those are the sizes. The ball pops in and then probes in interesting places. And even the small one is quite, quite intense. So you've tried this on yourself? I have tried this on myself and on others. We'll we'll get to the others part um, as well. This is a really fun toy. Huh? It's dishwasher safe. Yes, it, it, it is solid, welded, chrome steel. So no nickel here. And yeah, when you can stick in the dishwasher to clean it. I also got the Mr. S starter pumping kit. Now, which... hold on. Hold on a minute. Hold on. Yeah, I, I, I think that all those people that say that they're really good at blowjobs and can 
suck the chrome off a trailer hitch. Let's <laughs> let's see if they can actually do this. No, no, that that then I'd have to get another one if if all the chrome got sucked off of this. Okay, no. Yeah, I got the Mister S beginner pumping kit, which came with a one and a half, one and a third. I got it right here. What are the dimensions on this thing? One and three quarters. Wow, that's already fading. By nine inch cylinder, uh, and then a brass hand pump with gauge uh, tubing. And it also came with a silicone donut cushion to put on the end of the tube, um, because when you pump up, the tube itself tends to press uh, into your pubic bone, which can be uncomfortable. So it is helpful to have some sort of cushion there. Problem is, and I was going to say, keep the seal. I, uh, when you say comfort, it's like, do you really pump for comfort? Because you know it, it's a sensation. But I don't know. You you probably pumped. Is is it a pleasurable sensation? It it is a stretching sensation. Um, okay, so I'll take that as a no. Yeah. <laughs> no it, it's like stretching any other muscle. If it hurts, you're yeah. doing it wrong. But yeah, it's not, you know, it, it's, pumping doesn't feel as good as jerking off, but mm-hmm. you pump to make your jerking off feel better. Yeah, so having the cushion, yeah, also helps with the seal. Thing is, this is an oval tube. The cushion is perfectly circular. And doesn't fit the tube all that well. Fortunately, there's a reasonable lip on the tube to spread out the pressure. So it's not too bad. Um, Yeah. And then I also got a rosebud tube to pump the other end. Um, I always wondered who would buy that. Now I know. I mean, you're you're, you're showing us that. And so, of course, (laughs) good podcasting. But what I'm seeing is it looks like a basically a beaker that has a glass rod right in the middle of it but yep, basically oh i get it okay so the the rod goes in your ass and it makes yes. it around your ass and just like it pumps your basically the 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 sphincter your your actual anus yes it, your lips your ass lips yes ass it, lips. It, it pumps the lips and then the the probe both helps provide a seal from any gases that may build up inside uh and prevents the vacuum from pulling on the intestines themselves yeah, and causing prolapse. This is nice, but it is difficult to use solo mm-hmm. because the rod is from, from end to end. This is seven inches. Mm-hmm. Oh my. And, and the tube itself at the short part is three inches. Mm-hmm. So takes a bit of stretching and finagling and it's much much easier if you have somebody with you to to get it on there and get it started um i have been able to do it to myself in my new office chair but it yeah this is really a partner toy Mm -hmm. rather than a solo toy um I find myself getting a lot of butt toys like that because, yeah, the I slink think... is also a partner toy, <laughs> not a solo toy. I think you should start writing a blog from the point of view of your office chair. <laughs> <laughs> Which I just replaced. That, that's something else I, uh, I got. I got a, uh, 
uh, gaming chair because yeah, the the padding was going on my old office chair, and the hydro or the um, pneumatic lift on it was completely shot. It it would not go up anymore. So, I think the uh, point of view of the chair would just be lots of screaming. It's like I did not sign up for this. <laughs> I'm a gaming said, chair, not a sex, not a sex chair. <laughs> so you got toys. They I, came I, in, and you've been. So I, how did that lead to gossip? Well, with one of the gentlemen who joined us on first Friday, he and I met initially on the Pump Pig website, mm. um, and he is new to the area found me on there and said, and we've been chatting back and forth. And, you know, he wanted to meet in a public place before uh, we connected in private, which, hey, mm-hmm. yes, good. Absolutely. I, I agree that that that's good safety precautions. So was first Friday, the actual first meeting? Yes. Yeah, okay. That, that was the first time that we had met in person after chatting online um, for a couple months, really. Okay. So oh, that, okay, so I guess I technically do have gossip because I did go to First Friday and sat there at the table with you guys and and, <laughs> and chatted with people. So yes, yeah, so yeah. I, I take that back. I actually had gossip, but it was gossip you were also party too. So <laughs> right. So yeah, First Friday happened. Um, it you, Mike, you were there. I was there. Um, our nice, tall, kilted friend. Uh, oh yeah. Was that, there. That, Yes, that poor son of a bitch. Um, you know, he was there in kilt and leather, but oh, poor guy. It's like, um, because, you know, I sat down and <laughs> there's going to be something that happens <laughs> or mm-hmm. me being to me. It's going to happen the first five minutes. <laughs> but, you know, I sit down and I'm not in any, uh, you know, any um, kink Gear. wear at all. I'm, I'm, I'm wearing like a nasty pig ring. My, But I was like, I'm not dressing up. I don't have the time, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, yeah, I'm not wearing anything. And he's like, well, why? And I'm like, because I was too lazy. Well, why? And he was playing that child's game of let's ask, you know, let's keep saying why, why, why. And it's like, don't play that game with me. Because I need need to answer honestly. And my answers get really dark really fucking fast. And he learned, do not play that game with Mike because Mike will overshare. And Mike will overshare things that are even things that scare Mike. And that takes a lot. So... So yeah, so that game finally ended, and then we talked about his garden. So, to 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 lighten the mood, it's like no, 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 really, there is there is joy in this universe. Let's talk. Let's speak of it. Uh, so yeah, so I you know that was unfortunate. From you know that was just me being too much me. But then we had a lovely chat, um, and then there was other people because he showed your friend showed uh, the the pumper, um, and then another. Uh, well, basically, uh, the t shirt he was wearing showed he was into uh, piss play. Yes, the recycling puppy. Yes, and uh, you know, I've my trouble is I I know I've met him before. I've seen him at first Fridays before, and mm-hmm. but it's been so long, and I felt bad because I actually chatted with him a bit, and it was like, oh, and you know, acting as if I've never met him before. It's like, no, we've probably even talked. <laughs> oh dear, yeah. I'm just bad with humans. Yeah, I I was just surprised that um, you know given the fact that doc messaged me out of the blue saying where were you in may no. uh, that doc wasn't there <laughs> there for that first friday uh, 
he, he's a busy man. I'm, he's busy, and there's lots of options. There's lots of places to be and people yeah. to be doing and all that, and maybe that's what was happening. Oh, oh, I know where he was. That's right. He, he was in Suc- uh, Saugatuck. Oh, that's that's a good reason not to be at Esquire. <laughs> yeah, at the uh, Camp at Claw. Oh, um, cool thing. So, um, which, yeah, didn't didn't end up going to that. Um, yeah, didn't even end up going to Camp it this weekend, which I kind of wish I had because I saw the pictures of the uh, foam party. Oh, was that Camp it or Creek Ridge? Oh, Creek yeah, Ridge. Creek Ridge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so, but you, okay. So we didn't do camping, but so then you, uh, uh, had some fun with the, uh, the, the, what's the term for it? Suck pig. Uh, uh the piss pig. No, no, no. Um, oh. I, the, the, the inflation dude, the, the pumping pig. Yeah. Pumping pig. Thank you. Yeah. He, he doesn't inflate d- despite, uh, what his photos look like. Um, no, he, he's just a pumper. Um, so yeah, I'll I'll skip ahead to that a bit because in between us meeting up on first Friday and making plans to meet again in person was a dungeon party in the Detroit area. But I'll cycle ah. back to that. Earned enough of his trust um, that he was willing to invite me into his lovely home. We got to we pumped together, um, and I really enjoyed the feeling of it. He has a background in electrical engineering so he has actually built an electronic pump that will uh, constantly vary the level of vacuum within a range um, wow. so that you're cut co- so by doing that you're constantly getting fresh blood flow to the area hmm. um, and tends and that has a t- tends to be more effective for the same length of time compared to just holding uh, a static vacuum. We actually ended up, you know, just talking and getting to know each other uh, a lot more in the time I was there, and hit off pretty well. Um, he's also he also has some good size butt toys that um, will probably be breaking out next time I see him. Hopefully, he'll have his sling by then. I've I've been using the pump basically every other day uh, since I got it usually for about an hour total each day. And I, I feel a difference when I pull my dick out of it. It feels kind of swollen and bloated. And I like the way that feels. And it you know, leads to good jack-off sessions afterwards. So yeah, that's been a good investment. And yeah, I look forward to you know doing more with him. And uh, yeah, maybe I'll be able to uh convince him to make another one of his variable pumps uh that i could buy off him so that i'm not constant not constantly squeezing the brass hand pump um yeah it's just a question of finding a spot for it as somebody with peroni's disease this these pumps are actually a you can get um a medical uh, prescription to get to get them, not the commercial ones, but something different in an effort to try to use that to help straighten um, any bends that you have. Oh, okay. I was wondering what, what is what is this Peroni's disease that was new to me? So, oh yeah, yeah, that's the calcification of ah. yeah, and then causes. It's all over TV now. You don't have a TV, but. Um, it's interesting how 
um, we've shortened ED uh, years ago, you know, erectile dysfunction, and now there's just lots of ads for PD. Um, so it's interesting how uh, things hit the mainstream. What's PD? Penis defects? What What is PD? Peroni's disease. Oh, I understand. Got it. <laughs> yeah. But but are are do these commercials also have people sitting outside in a giant clawfoot tub watching the sunset? <laughs> like well, that was yeah, a I hell know, of almost, a metaphor. Almost, but they um, the commercials come up with. Um, it's fun because it's like the background is pictures of vegetables. Um, you know, there's a banana, there's all these vegetables, carrots and cylindrical things that have a little bend to them. So um, they've, they've done their best to make it palatable to the general public <laughs> and, and to make it easy for men to talk about it. Yes. That's because that's the important thing. It's like, yeah. you know, with gay men, we're, we're all about each other's dicks. But, you know, straight men, uh, you, that topic, you know, it's, it's yeah. hard to bring it up and not have, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's, and so if there's something that you, you know, like I found with other, you know, other elements of life that when you feel like you're going it alone, no, you're, anything you're going through, someone else is fucking going through. And, you know, and you'll be surprised just how close or in your circle, someone else might be dealing with the same fucking thing. So, yeah, you know, um you know, share. <laughs> yep. Exactly. My, um, my brother came through town. He, uh, this happens very rarely. Well, it's happened once. Um, but he was talking about the surgery he had on his finger because there's, this is the same disease in a way that, um, Northern European men tend to get that causes, um, to get that calcification in like the base of your finger and causes it to bend. Hmm. Um, and, and he said, well, yeah, you know, your your brother and I both had this done. Uh, uh, have you had it? I'm like, well, yeah, I have it in my penis. And they're like, oh, oh. you know, like no idea what to say. And I thought, well, I, I, I kind of said it as, as like, oh, well, you might want to be checking that too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's, you know, it's, I can remember like, you know, being younger and a friend of the family, they're trying to discuss, you know, she was trying to discuss her husband's, uh, well, something was being done with his dick and, you know, she can't say that. You have to say, oh, he had an operation on his um, pinky. Oh, for God's sake. Oh. Yeah, it's like, well, I guess there's many other silly euphemisms for that. So, so yeah, well, okay. But yeah, it's like, yeah. Death. Dick, just say dick, 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 dick. dick. Normalize say, dick. Say penis. You know, That's be... You know, use the medically approved terms for it if you need to. But yeah, penis isn't a dirty word. It's a beautiful word. Uh, you should be hearing about it more often. Yeah, I find it kind of clinical. I like cock. Just cock. Dong. Long. There's some great words. Wang. Wang, <laughs> yes. There are 500 different words for penis in the English language. On the topic of commercials... We have our sponsor, The Butters Hygienics Company, available at getthebutters.com, where you can find all sorts of lubes, hair and skin care, and this week's featured product, the Scar and Tattoo Healing Balm. Scar and Tattoo Butters Balm combines two of nature's most perfect 
wound care and itch ointments with the Butter Signature Moisture and now Full Spectrum SPF. Care for your battle scars, scrapes, surgical scars, and tattoos of any age. It is $10 for a two-ounce jar made with a combination of Michigan wildflower honey, locally grown marigolds, home-pressed oil, raw beeswax, cocoa, and shea butter, coconut, grapeseed, and olive oils together. They create a nourishing, protective, waterproof, and breathable barrier that supports skin cell growth and keeps infections at bay. Note, not intended to treat or cure any disease, use as needed, but do follow traditional wound care procedures and doctor's orders. And there are several testimonials on the website about how well it has worked uh, to fade scars uh, in visible places and help speed healing of fresh tattoos. So you can get that and any of the Great products at getthebutters.com for 15% off and free domestic shipping when you use the discount code HARRY at checkout. That is H-A-I-R-Y at getthebutters.com. Support them, support us, and enjoy better skin. And if you just want to get an idea of their company, oh, just visit the website. Look at their products. They, they are not shy about naming. No, they are not. <laughs> <laughs> they've got milf dilf i i think they even named one of their products fag uh, oh yeah no there there's body creams there's fag dyke and them i believe and it's a, it's a they are um yeah it was something we can talk about in the future that because there's i was reading those descriptions and i was like ooh, i i do want to smell like all of those <laughs> <laughs> Not, not at the same time, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Like I said, I've been lazy. I've I've been meaning to buy some myself so I can give testimonial, but I'm lazy. Don't shake your finger at me. I have a life. Well, but only because you're failing to to live up to your own promises. You keep saying you're going to. Oh, and, yeah. That's not a promise. <laughs> that's just a lie to get you off my back. <laughs> okay. This, this is a viable. This is a viable technique to use with family, coworkers. It's like, oh yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I have no intention of doing it. Now this one, I kind, I do have an intention of doing because I like stuff. And yeah. like I said, for the names alone, it's like worth supporting this. You know, no, it, I, it's absolutely. definitely out there. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I need to place uh, another order soon because, you know, since I've started pumping, I've gone through a lot yeah. of the palm grease. I can um, see the bottom of that bottle as you hold it to the camera. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, yeah, I need to get another jar of this. Maybe even I'll have to check and see if they sell a bigger jar. By um, the drum. The I'm going through it. Yeah. You have <laughs> a drum? Yeah. UPS yeah. could deliver that drum. Yeah. You know, if you're going to buy a scar cream like this, um, I would think you would want to buy it from a company who is founded by people of color. Which, which Get the Butters is. Yes, yes it is. Because their scars are going to show up a lot more than ours would. So um, if you can get a good product from them, that's going to be, that's a testimonial right there. Yes, absolutely. Uh, uh, I, was about, I was wondering about the tattoo part of it. Does it actually fade the tattoos or what is this? No, it, it helps with the healing of the skin oh, on a after fresh tattoo. Understood yeah. better. Okay, yes, yeah, yeah. that's good. Because I'm like, you know, that 
because I know there's products that are supposed to help fade tattoos. And it's like, but, but no, a tattoo is something, you know, it's, it's, it's some damage I've done to my body that I want to, you know, right. <laughs> save. It's not damage I want to heal, <laughs> but okay. Yes. I, that makes sense. Cause yes, when you get a fresh tattoo, there's a lot of rawness and there's yes, yes. that needs to be done for it. So, but just the fact that it was listed with scarring, I'm like, you know, okay. Um, good point. That could, could be confusing. But now I know. So yes, yeah. and now our listeners also know. So if you have tattoos and scars and want to up the one and down the other, now we know. Yep. It's a dual purpose thing. Yes. So uh, on the topic of those lubes, I yes. have, because of how hot and sticky it's been this weekend, I decided to bring, bring all the dogs over to Russell's house and stay here, which is the mm-hmm. first time we've done this. So um, I hadn't planned on staying that long. I didn't bring enough stuff, but I live, you know, a mile away. So it's okay. However, um, we have not had sex in a while and for various and some sundry reasons. Um, but we were here uh, in his bed and it decided, we decided to do that. Um, very pleasurable. All he had was water-based lube. Mm. So I've mentioned before the size of his penis and especially the head of his penis larger than average (laughs) yeah and no no amount of of oral stimulation in that area and the idea and the length of time since this has been done before um would loosen things up enough with water-based lube um it just wasn't enough and and i was even trying to jack off after after he was able to get off. And I'm like, I can't do that because I just know at some point this lube is gonna get tacky and I'm just gonna be right at the edge and I won't be able to finish it because I will have ripped skin off with the water-based lube. So try these wonderful lubes from this company because I we had this conversation at the time. It's like, no, I need this other lube. Do you want me to continue? Well, yes, now that you're in, yes. Please continue what you're doing. Um, but um, yeah, I, I needed something that was not water-based. Uh, yeah. So there's there's that. Yes. Yeah. Co- cocoa and shea butter makes for a, a lovely, long-lasting slick. Oh, um, so nice. And it just doesn't, it, it, it's, it's, oh, <laughs> yeah. You think how much I like doing this? I do it more often. <laughs> Well, you know, that was, yeah, I mean, I could have had gossip because my friend was like, called me up last week and said, hey, free Friday. And I was like, no, not this Friday. And then I was thinking, well, we'll, you know, do something this weekend. And then I got so busy with stuff, I never even checked to see if he was available. So, yeah. And then next week I'm out of town. So it's like, oh, well, that's me deferring pleasure. Whoops. Whoops. Yeah. (laughs) It happens. Yeah, it does. I was forgetting what we call uh, Fargo. I was going to say Idaho, or I was like, I know it's a geography thing. Fargo. It's like, so we, we know Fargo got fucked. Arcane has been getting, well, pumped and sucked and huge things in his ass, too. So, okay. So, oh, Dungeon Party, you said. Yes, Dungeon Party. So what are those? It's been so long. It, yeah, it has been so long. Um, so one of the members of Detroit Bondage Club, um, who is very talented with rope, sent out an email to the kinky friends that he had email addresses for. 
and said, hey, I'm thinking of having a dungeon party at my place. I'm like, yes, absolutely. I, I, I need a dungeon party in my life. There were 10 guys total. I got my hand into three of them and jacked off two more. So I delivered five, five different orgasms over the course of that night. Um, he had a bed, a sling, and a fuck bench set up, plenty of paper towel, lots of bottles of poppers of varying quality. None of them were double Scorpio, and I, I guess I've, I've become a popper snob. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and anything else smells too chemical. Got to use the ass hammer on a couple of guys, and they really liked the way that it probed them, and just the way that I really liked that it probed me. And the third guy I got my hand in, my hand was the very first one he's ever had Yay. and won't be the last. <laughs> this was the gentleman who was nice enough uh, in November of 2019, before everything fell apart, to flog me 40 times for my 40th birthday. Mm. Oh, uh, yeah. Really? Yes. You got your hand in him? It took about an hour of work and two of us working on him. The first guy I fisted that night, he actually started him out. But, okay. but the first guy I fisted wears a size 14 wedding ring, or at least he would if he was married. He has just massive mitts. Oh, wow. And he was like, hey, Arcane. You've got small hands, <laughs> which I do. <laughs> he said, I think he's ready. And yeah, it took a, just a little bit more. But yeah, I popped in oh. and yeah, he, he was very, very happy about that. Mm -hmm. um, he's having another party in July. Mike, I think you're on the mailing list for that. Yes. Fargo, I don't know if you are, though. I am, and I did get the invite, and I did not respond, which I should have. Um, that's just not something that um, Russell's really comfortable with me doing yet. Okay, that, that's fair. I, I will continue to report on these parties. Had Sloppy Joes in the kitchen as is tradition. The only thing that I felt could have been a little bit better was everybody had naturally gravitated to the basement so you had people just generally chatting and catching up yeah. while I had somebody in the sling trying to get my hand into them. Yeah. Um, or, yeah, someone else was being worked on the, on the bed. Um, but uh, Hard to concentrate when someone's talking about their liver failure behind you. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, also, there's a, you know, I mean, I guess part of it is, I mean, we even before things, you know, shut down, you know, in DBC or number six. Yeah, there's always that kind of people would kind of forget that, hey, there's certain zones that should be for socializing and chit chat and other zones that should be more for the, the solemn, you know, uh, respect of, you know, people fucking and getting down. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I mean, because, yeah, we always, you know, would see transgressions of that. But it's just one of those things that it's like, kind of unspoken unless there's signage put up and someone is actually like you know specifically told you know you kind of yeah. you forget or you just never realize it's like you and also then let's be blunt you know this is kind of one of the first gatherings i've heard of 
you know, of this crowd since. So of course people are going to want to chat, you know, I'm, I'm surprised oh, yeah. anyone did any, you know, did any fucking or anything like that because it's like just visiting and it's like, Oh my God, humans that, you know, yeah, I can actually hu- talk to humans, them. kinky humans, kinky queer humans all, but, you all know, in the same place. So we might have also forgotten just some of the, the etiquette of, you know, shared social and sex spaces, but, you know, so you know, maybe signage. It's like you know, you know get, find some good library signs that are like you know, some <laughs> matron shushing, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, per, perhaps for July's party um, mm-hmm. that will happen. Uh, yeah, but I mean, overall, I, I consider it considered it a a very successful party. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and looking forward to seeing more of them, especially because. DBC may not be starting up again for a while due mm-hmm. to things that shouldn't really be discussed uh, in a public podcast. I'll, I'll okay. fill you guys in um, later. But so, yeah, it, it might be a while before those parties start up. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, ha- having this party and seeing all, you know, the old friends, every, I did not meet anybody new that night. Mm-hmm. A- everyone there I knew. Um, but also, Speaking about water-based lube, got Sling Bear in the sling and was jerking him off like you do. And the host had provided uh, some big bottles of generic Astroglide. And it took half a bottle to get him off. <laughs> I, yeah, I just had to just keep constantly adding to, I'm like, damn it, I should have brought my spray bottle. I should have brought the, the spray bottle to that I use with J Lube, and that that would have worked. But no, I I for I hadn't added that to my bag when I edited my bag down because I again, had all these new toys, and I I'm like, okay, what can I pull out? Well, well, okay, no, it's can, again, it's again, it's like you know, we we had systems down and knew what to pack and how to you know <laughs> do this stuff, and it's been a while, so yeah, we we just have to remember. It's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna need that. It's kind of like camping when you're camping mm-hmm. every other weekend or a whole summer, you have it down. You don't even have to think about what to pack. And then it takes you know a winter off, and suddenly it's like, wait, what do I need again? Oh yeah, and usually it's revealed there, you know, what you missed. Right. Okay, let's let's. Yep. Uh, Plus, you know, the toy bag, tuning the toy bag is a constant process. Mm-hmm. Just about every time I go out, I'm like, oh, I don't need this anymore. I, God, how long has it been since I've used that toy? What is that still doing in there? Mm-hmm. You can go. Um, but, oh, yeah, I should get more blue towels. Th- those are always nice. And then I attended another party just yesterday. Different kind Ooh. of party, though. Eaton Rapids, which oh. is a small small-ish town yeah i'm not sure the population but uh smaller than lansing anyway uh they had pride in the park and i was invited there by a pack of pups from charlotte they had sent me a message on pup space saying we'd really like to have you there and have your energy at the pride event which to me said okay i i gotta be a kinky fucker um at pride which you know we talked about i was the only kinky fucker there this was a very family-friendly event. Um, I was I was one of the oldest ones there. Lots of kids, face painting, sidewalk chalking. Oh my god! Games of cornhole played unironically. 
the DJ playing Baby Shark, unironically. In addition to my leather cap, my bar vest, I was not wearing my boots because, yeah, if I'm walking around in the hot sun, th those boots do me no favors. But I had purchased a new shirt um, from Teespring that in rainbow letters reads, Free Dad Hugs. I was the only one there wearing a free dad hug shirt. I saw two others wearing free mom hugs shirts, but I didn't see any other, other dads. Several people took me up on the offer. Uh, and actually when I was at Meyer before, the cashier attendant at the U-Scan uh, complimented me on my shirt. And <laughs> I had a feeling if he wasn't on the clock, he would have asked for one, but there was one younger man there who saw me presenting as Butch Leather Daddy and was really drawn to me. And we spent most of Pride away from the main group in the shade of a tree. And I was just holding him and gently kissing him and rubbing his back and just letting him melt into me and yeah, letting him know that, yeah, I, I could be a daddy for him um, if, if that's what he needed. And yeah, we swapped phone numbers and I guess I have another boy now. <laughs> Funny how that happens. God, haven't you been busy? It so sounds I, pretty awful otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, the whole event, it sounds awful. It, 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 well, it sounds like if that's what you were expecting, yes. If you right. were expecting like a big city pride where a big old parade and like a whole float of go-go boys and a you know a whole battalion of you know leather daddies and the the you know the dykes on bikes and all you know just that and then you know big old festival ground full of mm -hmm. you know just rainbow tchotchkes and all the things we expect at a festival. Yeah, it sounds like this was not that. But no, you know, yeah, small town kind of gathering more like, hey, it's this gonna be more of a kind of a uh, you know, a family picnic atmosphere. It's like, okay, yeah, you know, you yeah. know what to expect. Now, my only trouble is like, so you're pulled to this thing because like we need, you know, this, you know, daddy kink energy. And it's like by a bunch of pups. And it's like, were they not in hoods or things themselves? Oh, they were there. It there was a pack of them in hoods. Okay. Because I know that I know but, that it's not necessarily kink, but right. you know when you say you were the only one, it's well, like oh dear, it's like you got you you got you know pulled into this to be your old you know kinky self, right. and then they weren't. They're all in like polo shirts and you know khakis. <laughs> oh dear, but no, okay, they were hoods. Good. There were puppies there wearing hoods for about a half hour, and then they did not feel comfortable mm. with all the families, and they left. Oh, and I stayed for two hours comforting this lost soul. <laughs> um, but yeah, lots of kids, I mean, elementary school kids, um, and then lots of high school hippies, neo pagans, goth girls. Yeah, all, yeah, almost female presenting, outnumbering male presenting three to one. Mm. Not, uh, not counting the the children which were you know evenly split but yeah uh, among the you know high, high school age and older um yeah it, so it was that energy but i was able to i was able to provide love and comfort 
to one person and it's the the parable of the starfish i can't save all of them but i can save that one so oh i thought it was the part where you cut them into pieces and as long as they have the middle section they can regenerate and destroy the coral that's a different parable never mind no, actually, that's a very excellent book. I think it's called The Star Thrower by Lauren Isley. We had to read it in biology 30 years ago. Who knows if it's still in print? I'm sure he's dead. The, but yes, it was a fascinating book, you know, science and, and just, yeah, morality and such. I think it brings us back to the, uh, you know, kind of what we talked about last time, which was kink at pride. <laughs> and, you know, I was thinking in terms of like the big, you know, the big citywide, you know, multi or multi-city prides. But I can also see a place where you do have more of a, you know, however you want to call it, vanilla, you know, just, uh, you know, family, you know, fam- family pride. Right, uh, right. You do have, you know, roves of children and ice cream and face painting and that, you know, I'm almost wondering if it needs to have a different name, you know, call, call it a pride picnic as opposed to, you know, pride festival. Because, I mean, I, I, I can see... There, you know, being this thing that, well, like even Creek Ridge has a family weekend. Yeah. Where people bring their children and it's a very different kind of weekend there. And so, and some people are still like, well, that's inappropriate, but it's like once in a while. The trouble with saying no kink at Pride is Pride is our fucking once in a while that we get to be in public and just, yeah. you know, take over a park and just march down the street. And so to give our once in a while saying, no, 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 you can't even have that. It'd be like Creek Ridge saying, you know what? No, there, can't, there shouldn't be a family weekend here ever because we're about the fucking. And it's like, we, we, we can give them one weekend where, you know, yeah, yeah. you have to keep your dick, you know, hidden from the, the small children <laughs> one yeah. weekend. Yeah. And yeah, I, I don't give uh, Creek Ridge any gruff for that. You know, they have, you know, people basically living there full time during the season. So, you know, that's their home and mm-hmm. they, they would like to be able to invite friends and family to their home. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it, and there's, and there's some gay men, you know, there's some gay men out there who'd love to go camping at a gay campground, but have kids that they can't necessarily mm-hmm. farm off <laughs> while they go have fun. And, and I'm sure there are, you know, gay men who, have heard all the rumors about CRC and would find a regular weekend just too intense and would be more likely to go and check the place out on that G-rated weekend where there's not that sexual energy in the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, where all right. Jumping in here. Uh-huh. Yes. Yesterday, um, Russell and I were out driving around everywhere um, east of here, uh, ended up in Williamston, went to go to a farmer's market that's not till today. Oops. Um, Did you stop at another nursery to get more plants? Well, we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so that happened, but <laughs> um, ended up going to, um, you know, someone from Chorus was out at Creek Ridge. So I took Russell over there to, to see what it was like. And I, I paid my my annual renewal and said, mm-hmm. hey, can we go walk around? And so we did. And um, I the first person we see is um, our course friend. And then Doc is there. I'm like, God, <laughs> everywhere I Hi, go. Hi, Doc. <laughs> everywhere I go. Um, 
and I really hadn't um, told him that, that, yeah, there's probably going to be lots of nakedness. Not that he just wasn't prepared. <laughs> oh. Just wasn't prepared. Or, or should we say you did not prepare him? <laughs> I, I, right. And so Cause you, I, cause you know what, what it, that is. And right. right. Um, oh. we, we walked around the corner and there's somebody bending over working on something. And I'm like, what am I? Oh, Chet, this is what I'm looking at. <laughs> this big old ball sack hanging down, and he's working on some dog cover pet thing. And I'm like, I just, you know, because everybody we had seen till that point was fully clothed, and you just walk around the corner and go, oh, there's a big old set of balls hanging down there, right there. But walked him around a little bit um, as somebody who's just not used to doing these things. Uh, we do have a weekend. We're going to get planning to go out there for Bear Weekend. Um, I'm glad that we did this so I could at least give him a walk around and not just dump him into the middle of it. And, um, it, you know, he's got some anxiety and, and that, that's, that's okay. So this, this was, uh, this was, you know, he had a lot of questions mm -hmm. afterwards. And um, when and you he had said, answers. So when, they, when they talk on the podcast about going out into the woods, is it just right here? And I'm like, no, no, these are woods, but there's actually more woods way out there that we just didn't have time to go walk. Um, oh, uh, so you didn't you didn't show them the uh, the horses on the back forty? I, I did not. I described. Well, I didn't describe them. I was going to, but there was just, and I didn't know they were doing the foam weekend. And now it makes sense what we saw uh, stood up there. Mm -hmm. um, we walked over to the pool, and he was surprised at how small it seemed. And I said, "Well, I think there's just a lot of big people in that pool right now." <laughs> well, it, it's not an Olympic sized pool, and it's yeah. not you know, designed to be the sort of pool that you would do laps in. No, no. I, he said, he had a lot of questions about that. So you, do people just stand there? And it's like, yeah, you stand there and drink whatever you want to drink and make sure you have, um, he, you know, he's very fair skinned. So he's like, well, I'm going to have to put on sunblock. And I said, did you notice the aroma coming from the pool? <laughs> like everybody there has, uh, there's a ton of sunblock. So yeah. Uh, there was a lot of people there. I mean, it was a beautiful weekend to be there. Oh, I'm sorry um, I missed it. I, well, I know. I mean, I think they got really hit by that rain last night, and they got hit by the wind, and um, mm. on, and not so much the rain on Friday night. Um, our friend's tent collapsed because of the wind. Oh, you know, and not the rain. Um, so I think they got hit both nights, unfortunately. But um, yeah, so that 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 was. Uh, oh, and. I'll just put in that we needed to go north, but first we went east of there, east of Stockbridge, under one into one of these roads here that start with an M, I, you know, I, and then past this this group of this non. <laughs> this, I'm thinking of your family friendly event, and and here's all these jacked up on lift trucks and people out spinning in the mud and just <laughs> all, I'm sorry all the all these hickey people looking Yahoo. yeah just standing there in you know the heat of the the sun yesterday and it's always the same look it's always the black t-shirts with the cutoff sleeves you know no matter how fucking hot it is um, so I'm like yep that is not the venue for me you go right ahead and do that. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, once you get, you know, just two miles outside of any city limits in Michigan, this is a very rural state, despite, oh. you know, that, you know, you, you've got the 
the Detroit to Sag to Saginaw corridor, and then you've got you know along I ninety six, but you get off, you know, you get away from the expressways even a little bit, and yeah, you're in corn and soybeans. Oh, it is banjo country. I'm like, keep keep driving, keep driving, and or I mean, you you go north of Lansing and you find the uh, main supplier for all of the mint in uh, double mint gum. Oh, Jesus. No. Is that true? Yeah, that, that's, that's what started uh, the mint farms in St. John's was the Wrigley Company. And it's all one plant. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We are getting near the end of the hour. Um, at the, the dungeon party, um, the host gave me a book of 21 designs for men's sweaters from the Scottish Isles. Oh. Um, sweaters are a long-term project, but I might be able to take these techniques and do some interesting cable knit scarves. Although flipping through here, apparently mohair is, or at least was rather popular in Scotland. Yep. And I find mohair really, really difficult to work with. Um, it, yeah, j just the fuzz of it is just so fiddly on the needles. Um, but there's some nice wool and cotton cables. Um, and yeah, I want to work more on my cabling technique. So yeah, uh, between that and the other knitting book from the 60s, yeah, I, I need to work on my technique. And, you know, the, the job I'm at, you know, even though it's phone-based customer service, there's a good 10, 15 minutes between calls on an average day or at least the, the days that, you know, I've been on it. So I, I'll probably have a chance to get my needles out and uh, grab some yarn and start working on technique. You know, one of the nice things about knitting and why it was considered women's work is that it's very easy to put down a, at a moment's notice and, you know, take care of a crying baby. Fargo, I see you're working on uh, something that looked rather colorful when you lifted it up earlier. Oh, well, that was me frogging things out. I, I was um, online looking for a project because I had all this um, this Mandela yarn, which is is got all these wonderful colors in it. And there was a guy in one of these. Um, I mean, how many gay crochet groups did there need to be on Facebook? Good Lord. <laughs> uh, Apparently but, more than one. <laughs> well, yeah. So this guy said, oh, I just started this. It's a really easy stitch. It's from the guy called Fiber Spider on YouTube and I really like his stuff um, because it's it takes up a lot of yarn but it makes things interesting but it was just it's just a granny square blanket um, oh that's beautiful yeah yeah and it's just got a lot of texture to it um, because of front post double crochets um, I have no idea what I'm going to do with this um, I might just take it to the women at work and let them put it on their laps because they bitch about the air conditioning <laughs> um, but I, um, I've been busy doing a whole bunch of uh, paw print scarves mm -hmm. that you just, it's very easy to just, you know, leave holes and make paw prints. And I donated those all to the Greyhound Rescue. No. Um, so I, I just, I like making scarves and nice and flat and easy to work with. And yeah, but yeah. I already got, I already have a waffle weave blanket made in this. Um, but the guy, the guy's like, oh, well, this is a really easy pattern. And I looked at it and I thought, well, I have that exact ball of yarn sitting here. Mm -hmm. um, oh, and for these weird cakes like this, I bought 
This is a spindle that you'd put like a cone of thread on for sewing. Yeah. And so I just put the um, these small uh, cake yarns on there. And it's just really easy to uh, keep the, because there's a loop at the top for the yarn and it's weighted and it just, it's easy to work with. Yeah. So. And that way you're not constantly fiddling with that, that cake there. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause it's going to roll around on the floor yeah. and, and gather dog hair. So. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I, I remember back in Flint had a very crafty woman who, in addition to knitting and sewing, also uh, spun uh, yarns and had several big hairy dogs. And we asked, you, know, you ever try spinning dog yarn? And she said, I did it once. The smell of wet dog never goes away. Never goes away. No. Yeah. So um, people that do it and they get the smell to go away. And I'm not sure how, but it's like, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, plus, I mean, yeah, I don't think the the hairs coming off of sissy would spin well into yarn. Well, no, but I do have the little white fluffy ones, remember? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we've run out of time again. Uh, please send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, or project photos to sir.arcane at harryprone.com or tweet at us. We are at harryprone.com. Our theme music is Hotspot by Aux, used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. Please be sure to listen to our friends on the internet, The Sewers of Paris, Gayish, Linoleum Knife, and Off the Cuffs. Thank you so much for listening. We're your hosts, Sir Arcane. And Lansing Mike. And Boy Fargo. Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Night. <laughs>